All right, Craig. Uh, this week I did I did our research. Um, Metal Storm was a research and development company based in Brisbane, Australia. Uh, Is this the gun thing? Yeah, well, I, I don't I don't know if uh, if we could talk about this in video game sense. So oh, mm. today we talk about companies. Nice. Like Hit the music. So Metal Storm was founded by J. Mike, J. Mike O'Dwyer in 1994. He's, his headquarters are in Brisbane, Australia, and they went defunct in 2012. Um, how, how do you feel about Metal Storm? Um, the company is is uh, it's a shame they went defunct. They had plenty of good ideas and good things. Mm. Um, is, is is that company actually the gun company? Uh, I, I, well, all I know is the research and, and, well, I didn't go deep on this one. I mean, I, I just kind of went oh, it face. Is. It is. Right, so, what Metal Storm is, is it's the, kind of like, the, the, because uh, I, I actually genuinely know this for some strange reason. At some point I must have been interested. But it's, it's the company that invented the, kind of, real gun technology. Oh. Like, barrels of bullets electronically being fired, and they had a gun like a big anti-plane type oh, thing oh, that oh, could shoot the a four million anti-air gun. No, no, no. It's got. It must have about thirty-six barrels, I think, and it it fires a million bullets a minute. So it's one of those. We didn't ask if we should. We just asked yeah, it if yeah. we could. It, it just it fires that many bullets that it cuts things in half that enter it and it's just a constant it's it's really incredible because it just it, it shoots somewhere there's a video and it shoots something like 180 bullets and it just goes <laughs> it's just it's just <laughs> at one point it sounds electronic because it's firing so quickly it's it's really incredible technology and they made mortals so you just had a barrel full of mortar rounds and it could shoot one, or it, it would shoot doof, 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 or it could just shoot all of them. It was it's all electronic based. There's no mechanics. How is the the UK guy talking more knowledgeably about guns than the American? I'm not sure. They had a handgun version of it as well, and it's the the bullet and the the bullet doesn't have a casing, so the propellant is sits behind a, a bare bullet and is electronically launched. I don't even know why I'd still remember all this, but that then Wait. makes the bullet behind it expand slightly. So the the propellant behind it doesn't ignite. Huh. The bullet comes straight out. There's no casing to get rid of. It just flies out. This went from a joke to fairly interesting military technology. Uh -huh. it's, it's really... There's like ship cannons. There's just anything... You you can see, and it's this company that the that, that made it. <laughs> well, what do you know? Uh, wait, 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 wait! Isn't there that that? Oh, is it? Um, I I may be really mistaken on this, but isn't that Gauss technology where you don't use a primer, you use electronic discharge? Isn't that a Gauss gun? Is it, I thought a Gauss gun actually shot electricity. No, I think that's the video game version. 
Okay. Um, so, okay. Uh, joke's over. <laughs> uh, this game, not the company that was in Brisbane. Uh-huh. Sorry about um, that. Was developed by Tamtext. Now, I don't know much about Tamtext, uh, but I do know a lot about Irem. And they're the people who published it. I've always, I actually always attributed it to Irem. I didn't know it was Tamtext. Uh, it was released in February 1991 in North America, and then J- later in Japan, and then worldwide on October 2019. So you guys never got this until 2019. Wow, that's. That's incredible. Well, uh, the interesting story about this, at least from what I heard, was um, this, this was a game that I, I still have the Nintendo Power cover for. And it was like featured game in 1991. And everybody was like, oh, it's an NES game. Okay. Um, and it didn't really make a splash until later on, like uh, once sites started like HG 101, they were doing very much it. Guys, this this game is flipping amazing for NES. This is great. And then a, a couple YouTubers got a hold of it and they were like championing it. And then I guess later on, Limited Run was like, "Yeah, fine, we'll print a cart." And they in 2019 they actually made carts again of wow uh, this game. Um, yeah, this this game is is very. It used to be, I should say, kind of like a, an NES gamer secret handshake of like, "Hey, have you played Metal Storm?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Yeah, Metal Storm's really good." And I'm like, okay, okay, you're cool. Um, it is not really anymore. It's kind of like how Wild Guns, like when we did it, okay, was kind of what the hell is Wild Guns? But now it's like, oh, it's got a PS4 release, it's got a Switch release. Mm-hmm. It, it, was, it was one of those stories. I am, I'm very proud that uh, we knew about Wild Guns before. It was cool. <laughs> yeah, you know the giant, we are cool. the giant splash that Wild Guns made. Um, <laughs> okay, so let's talk about uh, the actual game, Metal Storm. Iron Storm from Tamtex, Irem, whatever. Okay, so in the game, you're playing as a little mech. And it's not like a chibi mech, but it's 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 one of those before they made giant mechs. It was like a cute little mech. Uh-huh. And it's kind yeah, of a... It's, it's, it's cute, but it's not, you're right, it's not chibi, it's not cartoony. It's just, it's cool looking. It's, uh, yeah, it, it's not Gundam. And it's not like, you know... BB-88. It, it's just kind of, a, oh yeah, like I could see a person being in that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and at first it starts off fairly simple. You're like running to the right and you're all like jumping and you're shooting stuff and it's all very uh, techno. Uh, very Power Blade, if you ever play Power Blade. Second time we've mentioned that game. Mm-hmm. Um, the cool thing that this does is it seamlessly does a lot of things I didn't think was possible on the NES. And I'm not the only one. Uh, Craig, well, first of all, how far did you play? I know you didn't play much. Um, I played, yeah, I didn't play the first few levels um, to the point where I I hadn't died and then I died and I thought, I've got this. I I do like this game. So first off, um, I, I just when you died, stopped there. Yes. That explosion, that is a oh. beautiful looking explosion sprite, right? It is. It's a beautiful explosion, but I, in my head, I thought... Surely the robot should have just been disabled or something because there must be someone in there, you know, like a full explosion. I just well, I mean, I mean, what if you hit the fuel canisters or you know the electrical propellant out of like a Gauss gun? Uh, What if it's a gun? Uh, single-handedly best-looking sprite I've ever seen on an NES. Um, uh, The music is flipping fantastic, man. 
as old Drippy would say. Uh-huh. Uh, I love the music to this game. The cool things it does is um, like second level, you know, where you're going through like that maze where it's not really a maze, but the screen keeps continually scrolling. You can go up forever, but you never progress. Yep. Uh-huh. And you got to kind of work your way in and out. Uh, I never would have thought an NES could do that because that's really tricky to do on a programming level. Yeah, it's 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 a really, really, really kind of like interest. It took me by surprise, completely by surprise, because I just thought, what? I know it's a late NES game, but it's still an NES game. Yeah, uh, and then uh, I, I guess the the we're bringing the feature here. Uh, this very much has the gravity is at your disposal. If you double jump, mm-hmm. you can flip to the top, and it's very seamless. Like it almost feels like that level in Cuphead. It's really. Super, super duper nice. It's one of my favourite odd mechanics of platformers is um, shifting, not, not so much 3D Mario type gravity oh, stuff yeah. where you're running around a tube. It's the up down, which is why very, very later in the year we'll be playing what, Dave? V, 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 V. We're playing Final Fantasy IX with V, V? I didn't know actually, we were doing that. That's great. Are we not? What? Final Fantasy Nine? No, V V V V V V V V V V V. Yes, V V was in it. I know. I'm excited for him too. I've never played Final Fantasy Nine. Oh well, then why are you so excited about V V? So anyway, I really like Shift and Gravity. Oh wait, you mean WWWW? That game it, where you can flip upside down and you're like the little stick it's guy. It's V's. No, they're W's. Absolutely they're W's. W's. Are you sure? Absolutely W's. Uh, actually, I, I think the correct pronunciation is Chevron down, Chevron down, Chevron down, Chevron down, Chevron down. I think it's V's. I think it's W's. Well, I mean, it's like the movie. Is it the Vavitch or is it the Witch? We don't know. Um, no, it's so. clearly V's. Like, I've just Googled it. It's, it's six <laughs> V's. Um, just so you know. All right. So, uh, VVCon will be later. Uh, we could talk about, like, Faraga and Fyra and Thandara. Uh, how he's a robot and he's just trying to find. Ah, it's great. I love Vivi. Good choice. Um, so, Gravity okay, so, yeah. is one of my so, favorite uh, things. Great movie. It's a great movie. Oh my uh, God. George Clooney, if I remember correctly. We said uh, we weren't going to try and oh, I'm sorry. bad things. <laughs> um, I would be doing this even if we were face to face. I know. I know. Not I would have to lie. punch you. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, like, honestly, Gravity is one of my favorite things to affect because I think it. It opens up areas for puzzle solving. It opens up different tactics. Do I switch to the roof and shoot this enemy? Or do I jump and shoot the enemy? It's really pretty cool. And you're invincible you, when you're... There's even some bosses in the game where you kind of have to do that switch to the top but before you get to mm-hmm. the top, switch to the bottom, and you do that weird like float oh, in between. It's really good for an NES game. Yeah, so the, the first boss you fight, you obviously, you have to use the gravity, but you land at either side of it and shoot whatever panel open or whatever lights up. Um, but yeah, that I love that tricky floating-ness of it to navigate through something. That's nice. That's complicated. Um, it is. It is. Um, uh, while, while we're talking about the technical end, uh, I do want to state, too, the animation is fantastic. I, I know we're mm-hmm. saying for an NES game a lot, but like if you play this next to another NES game, you might think that they're different generations. It's that big of a difference. Yeah, 100%. Like, this is very much somebody, Amtex, evidently, at like the top of their craft. 
mm-hmm. with the NES. Um, I looked up what they did, and they, they they honestly haven't done much of note. And it's surprising that this was just from these guys. Yeah. Um, this is also balls hard mm-hmm. towards the end. It gets ridiculous. Did you get to the point where you're stuck in that cube? No. Oh, okay. So you're stuck in a cube that takes up roughly half the screen. So so you're pretty confined in it. And enemies are coming up and down at you at the same time. And you've got to do this weird like flip around, then move to the right, and then jump down. And you got to do it for like a minute. And oh, wow. it is hectic as balls. It's great. Yeah, that, that sounds good. I do. I, 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 that um, turns me on. Oh, really? Uh, not VB. So Metal Storm. Okay. Uh, no, VV doesn't get the Metal Storm spell. Uh, I believe. <laughs> I believe that's a company in Brisbane, Craig. <laughs> this um, is a good game. It's a. G- I know it's a great game. It, 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 it's a fantastic game. Um, <laughs> this this was something that I was lucky enough to play on the NES because I guess uh, reading some of the history, this had an incredibly limited. Run and I mean I got this in a pawn shop, so I I oh, just wow. kind of got lucky with it. Um, it was the same pawn shop that tried to tell me Mega Man Two was a really rare game, and that's why he's charging thirty dollars for it. Wow, like, dude, it's, it's, it's Mega Man Two. Every everybody and their mother had it. So luckily he had this priced at like five dollars, but Mega Man Two was a rare gem. Of oh. course, this was like remember like how nice it was to go into pawn shops before they found out what eBay was. I know, yeah. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Now, anytime you walk into a secondhand game store, you're like, ah, oh, they're going to be priced the same as Amazon. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. It is, but there is something nice and tact, like, especially secondhand stuff. There is, it's rummaging as its own reward. Just rummaging. Ooh, I, I, used, I used to agree with you. Now, I'm just like, ah, you know, I could just type in the name of the game and I can have it at my house in two days. I, I, but if you don't know what you're looking for, I suppose is the key. Oh yeah, yeah. If you're just like, uh, hey, what NES games do they have? Maybe I'll mm-hmm. you know find a metal. Um, I also got burnt a lot doing that too. Like before, I used the internet a lot. Like, yeah. Oh, I don't know. What's this game? Oh, it's Tubin. Oh, okay. I guess I'll buy it. <laughs> um, yeah, I got I got a lot of dud NES games by just I don't know what this is. And that was like some of the impetus of like, okay, I'm gonna read what really good games are. Thank yeah. you. Um, because when you're when you're a kid and you got like twelve dollars your entire name and seven of it is taken up by, oh, I don't know, uh, what's a poop NES game? Fester's Quest. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it does sting. No, no, like like one of the ones I got uh, when when um, my parents baptized when I got baptized. Right, uh, mm-hmm. you generally get a lot of gifts. And uh, I got uh, at the time it was a major amount of money. It was like one hundred thirty dollars, and uh, some of it was I went to pay for summer camp. So I got to go to summer camp for a week because my parents really couldn't afford it. It was just kind of a, you know, if you'd like to go, give it. We'll split you fifty fifty with it, kind of thing. And so like most of it went to that, but I had like forty dollars left, and I wanted to go to Toys R Us to buy me a game, the same place I bought Fester's Quest, mm-hmm. and. What looked really good? Why? That game's snake rattle and roll. Look at that game. There's snakes on it. They're eating stuff. This <laughs> oh, is great. No. <laughs> and that was the first time Rare said, fuck you, Dave. I was like, oh. Oh, and that, that was heartbreaking as a kid. Yeah, like, I can imagine. Spending like that much on a game and then it, you get a home and you're like, oh, it's snake rattle and roll. Oh, <laughs> Why? No. 
Uh, so yeah, yeah. Um, the, uh, I have been burnt, been burnt quite. Like, there's the weird thing, right? And we're getting off a of metal storm a bit, but I don't think that's possible anymore. No. Like to walk into a game store and get burnt by something, unless you're doing it specifically of like, I don't want to. Like I do that a lot with GameStop. I don't. I don't want to research this. I want to see what looks interesting. Blam, fade to silence. You look interesting, yeah. and you play that. Um, but yeah, it doesn't really happen anymore. We, I generally go into it even without researching. I'm like, I know about this. Yeah, I think you might be onto something, but. And no, I was going to say, but like you still pick up crap games, but you do still pick up crap games, but purposefully, you're right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Bad video games are my B movies. Yeah. See, um, Left Alive. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, what a treat. What a treat. I can't, um, I can't I, wait till you play that. No, I already played it, remember? Oh, yeah. Whoops. Uh, so at the time of recording, I, I, I mean, I might as well share this. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun. Uh, so at the beginning of the year, my first game I played this year was Dragon Quest Eleven, and that is an insanely high bar. It really is. To start your year at. So I could try to match it by like, oh, maybe I'll save Cyberpunk till the last game of the year, but I, I don't want to wait to play that. So I decided to go really low, and I am going to play Left Alive as my last game of 2020. I'm hoping it's as bad as everybody says. <laughs> but I don't know as of recording. Uh, Craig. Yes. Just because we can. Mm-hmm. What are you going to end your year with? I'm not sure, to be honest. We'll be in PS5 times. What do you mean we were in PS5 times? We were in PS5 times. I hesitate to say it, but I'll say it anyway. But it's looking likely that it might be something like Watch Dogs Legion. Or, you know, like a holiday game. Oh, so you're going to play a shitty game too. Oh, this is great. <laughs> we can talk about it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's prob- it might be crap. The second one I kind of enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's better than Festel's Quest. I'm sorry, you broke up. What? I'm not even. I'm just not. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't know to be, to be honest. We don't have a plan anyway. I do not have a plan. I, I haven't planned that far ahead. But I, I, I do. Enough. I do spend the holiday have like as in Chris between Christmas and New Year. I will play a big meaty game. It might. No, it won't be like a dragon because we'll play Ooh. that before. I was going to say, that's going to be close. Yep. Um, So, something. I'll I'll find something somewhere. Okay. All right. Okay. Back to Metal Storm. Yes. Um, Again, uh, we might as well wrap this up because what else are we going to say? Whether you, whether you, now see, I like this game a lot. And, and this has, I've beaten it probably two or three times since I first found it. Um, for, for really, really, the first time, that was rough because that was on hardware with no save states. That was oh, brutal. Wow. Um, but uh, this isn't a game I liked enough to buy the uh, re-release. Which uh, have you seen the re-release from Limited Run Games? No. It comes with a little statue. It's like it's like oh, uh, wow. it's, it's this little statue of the mech. It's pretty cool looking. That sounds cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, like I don't like it enough to play buy or rebuy it 
But I do think this is notable as uh, an early example of look at the difference between early and late gen. Oh, yeah. A a hundred million, billion, jillion percent to the point where I was drawing um, lines in my brain between that and something like early PS3 to GTA 5 type, oh my god, I can't believe this is the same system type stuff. It's it's really incredible. It is pretty damn great for Mm -hmm. an NES game. So, if you're in the mood, let's say you're in the mood for a hard-as-nails action game, and Ghosts and Goblins isn't quite cutting it for you. Like, ah, I don't like theme, or I don't like the way it controls. Um, Metal Storm is kind of the same design ethos, with much smoother everything. Like, if I had to pick, excuse me, which I think the better actual game was, like, without taking things like theme into it, Metal Storm, I think, is, is um, puts almost uh, Genesis Ghouls and Ghosts shame. Yeah. In terms of how nice it looks. Uh, don't, I mean, don't, don't, go, don't go thinking it looks like a Super Nintendo game. You can clearly tell it's NES, but... Everything else about it is yeah. almost next gen. So, I mean, uh, being, yeah, I would say. Oh, oh, sorry, being the, the Nintendo person, obviously, mm-hmm. are early SNES games. Is it, it the early SNES games match Metal Storm, or are they significantly better anyway because of the leap in technology? Well, it's kind of hard to tell because I think we've done uh, a launch NES game or a SNES game, mm-hmm. uh, Act Razor. Oh yeah, yeah. That was a launch game. And just the color palette alone, like back when that mattered, yeah, made things look so different because, holy shit, we can do more than 16 colors. It's true. Yeah, you're, you're right. It is, it's, it's a big leap, I suppose, a bigger leap than some, like when we went PS3 to PS4 and GTA 5 was kind of like, oh, it was GTA 5. Um, now, I've got to say something that makes me sound like a snob. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um... So whenever anybody does the whole, oh, you know, uh, PS3 to PS4, it's not too big a difference. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to sound like a snob and an idiot at the same time. <laughs> because there's been a Dynasty Warriors on every console gen. Mm-hmm. And they generally try to release within the, the launch window because people need to buy games. And if no other games are out, people will buy Dynasty Warriors. Except yep. Dave. Um <laughs> The difference, I, I've enjoyed seeing the difference between each gen by, oh, wow, look how many more people are on screen. Yeah. Like, like when we jumped from the late game PS3, Dynasty Warriors, so Dynasty Warriors 6 Empires, or 7, now 7 was, was the late one, um, to Dynasty Warriors 8 Extreme Legends on, on PS4, you could see a huge difference in, I mean, it, it, I'm, I'm guessing it's processing power. Yeah. Like, that's what lets them do more enemies on screen. So for me, like, that jump from PS3 to PS4 was huge because, wow, there's, there's like, a couple hundred yeah. people on screen now. This is great. So I'm a little skewed on that whole jump thing. I mean, if we're not going 8 to 16 uh, or yeah. 2D to 3D. I mean, But it, I mean, like, oh, God. You, sorry, I was just going to say, you're, you are right. Like, I'm not saying, oh, it's dead the same and stuff. Because oh, no, even no, GTA no. Five. You're talking, it's literally, it's things like bodies on screen, it's raw distance, you know, it's all of mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. You do notice it, there is a noticeable jump, it's just, I was thinking, 
I was think it's it's a more noticeable jump eight to sixteen bit than it is PS3 PS4. Um. Yeah, yeah. I think only because of how crude the technology was. Yeah, yeah you're you're absolutely right. like. I mean, for for you, like, um, is is there a oh this is what really hammers home that you're playing a new generation like a certain thing? For me, it is stuff like wow, look how many bodies are on screen. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's people on screen. It's draw distance. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, um, like I remember the big one from PS2 to PS3 was um, do you remember like early Arkham, the first Arkham game? Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, that was that was fairly mid uh, gen, and uh, you would suddenly see stuff like paper just flying on the floor and uh-huh. bits of trash, and it was like, oh, that that's what made it feel really next gen for me was the incidental stuff. As opposed to oh that model looks nice or oh that animation smooth kind of thing yeah mm-hmm. it's um, like the the Miles Morales demo that you watch going through yeah. the street market looks beautiful and the lighting is the lighting is on freak as they say uh, but oh, when it gets to the fight on the bridge you're just looking at all the tiny wee bits of crap and debris flying about the place and the smoke and about the lighting and it's not you're not just like oh that character model looks really sharp it's the whole thing your eyeballs are just filled with loveliness yeah like i think that's going to be the next big step and i i realize this is coming out after yeah ps5 is released but we're recording before it's going to be not so much fidelity of models at first i think it's, it's going to be very much like like uh during the miles morales just use that as a touchstone it was the texture of the webbing and how it stretched mm-hmm. and pulled and then contracted. It's like, oh, wow, that's really good. Yeah. So I'm very much looking forward to it. Good. I also um, have an almond caught in my throat. Oh, dear God. So excuse me a moment. <coughs> I'll probably cut that out. Huh. Um, if you die. Um... If you die right now, you better leave it in. <laughs> this is my last words. Play Fester's Quest. No. <laughs> Ah, Dark Souls is good! Um, (laughs) So yeah, that's going to wrap us up on Metal Storm. Uh, Next week we have, Craig, it's your pick. What do we got? Uh, Next week we have something completely different. Uh, We are going to be playing the Mega Drive release, unless you played a different version, I don't mind, of Tasmania. Because... I did. Taz was life at some point in my life. Uh, so like every other overweight trailer park trash in the US, you had Taz on your t-shirt. Oh, I, I would have certainly had Taz on my t-shirt. I watched it religiously on a Saturday morning after I'd done my paper round and all this kind of stuff. Really seriously into Taz. Blah, 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 blah. Well there, son, let's uh, have a talk about it next week. <laughs> Uh, All right, yeah, so next week we're going to talk about the Looney Tunes platformer for whatever system you've decided to play it on. Yes. Uh, Thank you very much for listening. Um, Not much else to say, so we'll catch you next time. See you later, alligator. In a while, Crocagator. Gator.